Well, welcome back, everyone, to The Recap. My name is Alan, where we have been doing this series of unpacking the weekend messages. And this week, we are unpacking, we are recapping uh, Sloan's message from the first Sunday Illustrated. And today, joining us, we've got Shekinah Hill. Shekinah, hello. How are My you? My friend, I am good. It is good to be here. I'm so pumped to recap because Sloan's message was um, was actually an incredible message. And it's what kicked off our Sunday Illustrated. Hundred percent. Okay, so Sunday Illustrated. Now, if you don't know what Sunday Illustrated is, or you're kind of going, "Where is all this stuff?" You can catch these Sunday Illustrated messages on our YouTube channel, Hillsong Church. Make sure you look it up, especially Sloan's message, which we're unpacking. But check Sunday Night Illustrated. Sunday Illustrated is this new expression of a of a long tradition, you know, in our church. Yep. We had Sunday Night Lives, and it's our aim to retell these gospel stories in a really fresh way. And then Sunday Illustrated being specifically about the parables of Jesus. Yep. And so Sloan does this incredible job at incorporating song and props and set to bring this, you know, whole parable to life. Um, why do you think it's so important for us to creatively present these stories today? I actually think it's just providing something different. Because um, here's the thing, like, what I love about the Word of God is that it never gets old that you can always keep going back to it and you're going to get something completely new. And I think that's actually the purpose of Sunday Illustrated. It's just actually giving you something new to a story that never gets old. And so, um, and sometimes people need help with that. They need help with a fresh inspiration or seeing something in a different light or changing their perspective or a way that they saw that or a way that they interpreted it. It actually could be seen in a completely different way. And so I actually love that as a church um, that we take the time and go, how can we think about this differently? And the, actually another fantastic reason why we do Sunday Illustrated or Sunday Night Lives or however it's been over the past years is it actually has a real emphasis on salvation. And so it's something that we as a church know you can bring your friends to this and it's going to be different. It's going to not feel the way that they expected a church to feel like from a church service. And that um, calms people down and that makes them more receptive and more open to what God can do in their lives. And we have for countless years have seen so many salvations as a result of us just bringing the gospel in a different way and showing it in a way that people are maybe more adept to. And so um, I actually love it. And I love that we as a church every single year, this is something that we do um, because it's a beautiful story and it deserves our best. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's beautiful. And now, Shek, you are actually on our Creative Moments team here yeah. at church. And so you had a little bit of a behind the scenes kind of feel and perspective to it. How, how was it trying to, specifically with this parable, yeah. even if it was just stuff that you observed, what, what was sort of the approach for the team to really bring this parable to life? You know, it was the parable of the foundations, right? You know, the, the foundations and putting that together. What was it like aiming to, to bring that to life? Yeah, it actually was a lot of fun. And Sloan, um, Sloan's incredible because Sloan um, Simpson is actually one of our incredible creative pastors up in Queensland. So he's one of those people that's like, 
extra blessed. You know, the people that we don't like where they can do it all. <laughs> he is an excellent singer and he can play guitar and he's uh, highly creative and he's a songwriter, but then he's also a really excellent communicator and really smart and all of these things that makes you roll your eyes, but we love him anyways. Um, so the great thing about Sloan was he actually had a lot of ideas about how he would like to bring this to life. And so even just with the idea of going, can we have these two sides of the set and can we almost like paint this like picture of like this perfect house so that we can actually show the different foundations and the importance of that. And can I actually come over here? And I think I want to sing this song because he's extra talented. So he can do that. Um, and so it was actually really fun to see where he landed. And we partnered him with one of our producers who is a great producer and the two of them just, they were off. And so you almost had to like, be like, Hey, hi, pull it back. Just like a yeah, touch, yeah. pull it back just a touch. <laughs> This is something supposed to be a little bit simplified, but um, but we got an incredible result um, because of it. But it was actually really cool just to see them go and also to utilize our Queensland team to actually help pull it off and actually record and make it all happen. So it was really fantastic. It was an awesome team, Australia team effort. Yeah, I love that you mentioned Sloan's um, just his his countenance, like who he is. Oh. I, I felt throughout the whole um, the whole message, it, this just had the sincerity to it. It had this authenticity to it. He was really grounded, really down to earth with it. And one of the things he he brings up, maybe switching now to the to the object of his message, yep. he, he brings up this reality again with the parable of you know the foundations and the weather coming. It brings up this idea that, you know, obviously the weathers of life, they'll come, you know, and, and it'll expose, you know, where we potentially have what he called um, faulty foundations. And I would imagine that there might be people listening or watching who might feel like that right now. They feel yeah. like the winds and waves of life have come. They've hit. They're feeling like, whoa, you know, do I have faulty foundations? I don't know. It might feel like that. I'm not as strong as I thought I was. I'm not as confident as I thought it was. They're secure. I'm the foundations, right? What are the best things, Sheck, that you've done in seasons where it felt like your foundations might have been a bit faulty? How did how did you know if your foundations weren't on the right things? Okay, I've got a couple of things actually about this. And I love right. that Sloan's talked about this, specifically in the season that we find ourselves in, where it doesn't matter what country you are still in, the effects of COVID and 2020, they're still in the ebbs and flows of everything that's going on where we are just being tossed around consistently and regulations are changing and mandates are changing and you just feel like you're getting tossed to the side and you might feel like your foundation is a bit faulty because you're just kind of like, God, what is going on? And um, first off, I think when it comes to faulty foundations, the first thing that you have to do is you actually have to acknowledge that you have faulty foundations. And we all do because we're human. Like that's what happens in our humanity. We put things on the foundation that should have never been there. And we have to acknowledge that we have to go, Oh, I might be trusting too much in the media. I might be trusting too much in my job. I might be trusting mm -hmm. too much in what I can control. You know, all of these things. And you've got to recognize and acknowledge, oh, this might not actually be a strong foundation because let's, let's simplify it. What is a strong foundation? And Sloan talks about it. Strong foundation is the word of God and what he says and who he is. That's your foundation. And so if anything might be there that's not the word of God and who he says he and who Jesus is and who he says he is, 
then there's something that's there that shouldn't be there and it needs to be removed. Um, and so you've got to acknowledge that. But I, then I also think that you, uh, you next, you need to bring people around you who can also point things out. Sometimes um, we're our biggest blind spots. Like we can't see everything. And so we actually need some people to point some things out to us in a kind and loving way, but sometimes affirm and, hey, this is, you might need help with this. Um, and then we've actually got to do the work to change, which means we have to go back to what our foundation should have been in the first place. We've got to go to God and we've got to open up his word and we actually have to go, Jesus, I repent that I put anything in the place and I was building on anything that wasn't you. And um, I need your help. Holy spirit, help me rebuild, help me create a new foundation that's based on your ways and your truths so that I can live the life that you've called me to live. And so that's what I would say. What would you say from a faulty foundation perspective? <laughs> I'm trying to around. I don't, you never said I I don't do that. know that I could add much more to that um, <laughs> to, because I was just thinking, wow, this is actually incredible. But I, I, I think you're absolutely right. You know, um, when, when things sort of shake, right? There's this incredible scripture where uh, uh, Jesus turns to his disciple and he says, "Hey, you know, Satan has asked to sift you. You know, this this shaking, and sometimes it can feel, you know, like that. And um, you know, when when we're acknowledging those faulty foundations." you're absolutely right. It's going, well, what should they have been? And if they should have been a more firm foundation in who Jesus is, uh, then I need to revisit as to what narrative I've been telling myself when it comes to Jesus and refill that narrative with something that's true about Jesus. You know, um, a a lot of the times, you know, I've I've talked about in other places, I've I've gone through my own uh, mental health journey as well. And one of the things about anxiety is it, it tells a story right? It, it, it feels, it feels shaky because you're not sure yeah. about things and you feel things are untrue. And I remember getting to a point where I, I, I solidified in myself this belief that anytime I was anxious, it was because I didn't actually trust God. Yeah. Like I just had to acknowledge it. Like I had yeah. to be real with myself. It's like, I can say, yeah. Oh yeah, I trust God. But really if I'm anxious about something, it's, it's trust misplaced in the wrong Come things. On. And so yeah. I think you're totally spot on is we really have to refill those foundations with the right things. But yeah, I love what, you know, just you bringing the Jesus centric, you know, part of this whole message out uh, of Sloan's message. And so I, I think Shek, if someone's watching and they're going, you know what, I want to get my foundations right. <laughs> I want them to be firm again. I have felt a little shaky. I'm just wondering if you'd actually take this time to almost prophetically, what would you encourage them with? When if, they, if someone who's going, I want to do this, can you say something to them and encourage them on what to do next? Absolutely. The first thing I want to say is um, you are not alone. So I think one of the things that the one of the tactics of the enemy is to tell us that we are all alone in the things that we're dealing with and the things that we're fighting. And I think um, there are people here today that need to know that they are not alone, that you are not the only person that has some faulty foundations. You are not the only person that has things that you need to improve. We are all humans. And so we all have things that um, we need to improve, but that should actually give us hope because that means that you can bring people alongside you who can help you and who can partner with you and who can encourage you to keep going and rebuild, reset those foundations. And then I couldn't encourage anybody more than you need to get into your word. 
You need to be reading the word of God because it's what's going to bring you um, truth and life and light in this season that we find ourselves in. And in any season that you find yourself in, whether you are in the mountaintop or whether you are in the valley or whether you are somewhere in between and you're just kind of coasting, you need to make sure that your foundation is firm in Christ and who he says he is and his promises for your life because they are true. And so that is something that you can lay a powerful foundation on. And so if you need to listen to sermons so that you can solidify the truths of God in your life, then listen, if it's a podcast, if it's reading the word of God, if whatever you can do, if it's actually asking for a friend to just come alongside and speak truth and sending him a text and going, these are the lies that I'm feeling right now. Can you tell me the truth? Cause I'm having a hard time seeing it for myself, then do it. But Take possession over it and then learn how to conquer it with the power of the Holy Spirit, because he's going to be able to help you. Brilliant. We've been recapping Sloan's message, uh, you know, about the foundations. And it's an incredible Sunday Night Illustrated kickoff to Sunday Night Illustrated. Again, if you haven't seen the message, make sure that you head to YouTube because it is an incredible, incredible sermon to build to build a home. It's uh, one that you don't want to miss. And so this has been the recap. Shekinah, thank you so much for joining us. And we hope to see you next time on the recap, recapping the future messages that will come through Hillsong Church online. We'll see you then.